Hello everybody, second time today uh, for anybody that's been watching live, another My Music with me, Graham Cove. Uh, in a minute I'll be speaking to Dahlia, who's coming all the way from London. Which part of London is it? Um, it's just like central, central London. Right in the middle? Yeah, yeah. Um, next to Liverpool Street. I'm like wow, really, yeah. the amount of time I've spent there. Yeah. It's a busy old part of London, isn't it? Yeah, thank you for having me. No, no, it's an absolute pleasure. Anyway, we'll be finding out more about Dahlia and her music in a moment. But let's first have this quick video from Analog Trash. everybody and I'm going to be speaking as I said to Dahlia uh, today. Um, Dahlia this morning I got to interview someone from my childhood in terms of music. Wonderful uh, Simon Robottom or Sice as he's named from the Boo Radleys. Do you, you have you ever heard of the Boo Radleys? No I don't think so. You've never heard of the Boo Radleys. No. There you, are. you might have heard of their big hit Wake Up you know the one that goes, wake up, it's a beautiful morning. Do you know that one? Maybe, I think. Maybe, slightly. Maybe not. I'm not sure. There you go. I no. don't do it justice. He would have done it justice, you see. Right, anyway, yeah. Massive hit, okay, uh, in the 90s. And, and, you know, at one point, it, that, that album was on constant rotation uh, around the country with all of my friends, etc., along with Blur and along with uh, the Charlatans as well. Um, going back to when you were a young girl, I mean, you're still a young girl, but you know, <laughs> go back to when you were young, young, what, what was, what was kind of on rotation for you? What, what was the, the music that first really excited you? Um, I remember being very, I used to watch like MTV on, on my TV, like after school and it always be like Rihanna. She was very big back when I was very With her umbrella. Yeah, exactly. Um, her best songs, I feel like, are the earliest. When I was youngest, I, I would just listen to her CDs on repeat. Um, and like, just like Lady Gaga was always on there, Katy Perry. But I wouldn't say these were like my main inspirations. It's just what I was constantly listening to at the time. Um, yeah, but the imagery of all of those artists yeah. was really strong. And... I get in a sense you that was the first period where uh, I mean that they'd always been in in the sort of the the 70s onwards or whatever you'd you'd had like very strong female voices in music but that from a sort mm -hmm. of strong female perspective in terms of just the whole look and what they were saying within their music Mm -hmm. and, and and how their look was talking about women's strength 
Mm-hmm. It was very, very different from anything we'd seen before. So was that something that kind of really reflected onto you? I think I remember Lady Gaga was very unconventional at the time. Um, my dad would have a lot of comments about her music. And really? Yeah. yeah. And I remember admiring that about her. Like, I, I, I did admire how uncomfortable she made some people. I thought that was just like... I've always admired that about artists, like when they make, when they trigger someone, because I feel like that's, it means it's working, you know, and I, I feel like they're doing something right. Yeah. So even though my dad had his comments and like even my mom as well, because I feel like for them, it was probably way more like shocking to see that kind of behavior at the time. And yet, you, and yet your parents would have grown up possibly with the likes of Bowie, who were, yeah. Yeah. you know, who clearly... Yeah shocked at the time you yeah know, that the whole things like ziggy stardust and then the, the thing like jute with the you know almost like the nazi salute and whatever were, mm-hmm. were designed mm-hmm. to shock mm-hmm. um so it's quite quite interesting have you had any conversations with your parents since about like yeah but actually you grew up with this music and you you, you like that and actually that would have been shocking yeah do you do you talk more about that kind of I think I have had a few conversations also because like I grew up with Miley Cyrus um, and she when she left Disney Channel and started swinging on balls yeah um twerking my dad also (laughs) had a lot of comments about that and I I've had like a conversation like recently with him um kind of talking about him like about it about it with him like how um his view like how he used to view it because now his view has changed and he actually um sympathizes and empathizes with her a lot because she was criticized very strongly um at a very young age i think she was like in her early 20s which is the age that i am at now and i think he he empathizes much more i think he's also like evolved like with his views and stuff i yeah, I think it was more shocking at the time, but I think seeing me as well being a young artist and thinking if I was criticized that way, he would obviously have something to say about that. So, yeah, um, yeah. I think it's I think it's difficult as a parent. I yeah, it's really difficult as a parent. You know, you want to protect your children. You yeah. want to you want to make sure that your children aren't, you know, entering into a, a into a, a, a scenario or entering into the fray where they, they may get abuse or they may get knocked down or or whatever for the way that you dress or the way that you put yourself out there or or any of those things but but then it's about and this this is the difficult thing as a parent to accept is that your you know your children have their own strength Mm -hmm. and it's about accepting that you know actually maybe they know exactly what they're doing and they know exactly where their boundaries are and actually you know, they they can c- cope with for themselves. You know, yeah, so. I, I completely agree with that. I think, especially um, as an art, like a young woman in London, um, I think my parents were a bit wary about, you know, being independent and uh, growing up in this country, like so far away from them as well. And being an artist, like it's a struggle sometimes, but. I think they do allow 
me to have my space to be like free creatively and do whatever I feel is right for me. I think. Yeah. Tell tell us where you're originally from. I I'm from Spain, so I grew up in Spain. But um, my mum is German and my dad's Dutch, so. Yeah, well, that's a that's an eclectic mix, isn't it? So you grew up in Spain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. German and Dutch. Okay. Yeah, well, my mom's actually half French, half German. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I did grow up with a lot of culture in my in my home. Now I was going to say, and did any did any of that culture grab you in terms of music, or is is, is it something that's permeated in terms of uh, sounds, etc.? Because that's a lot of different cultures in there all coming together. But is there anything? from the sort of tradition of any of those particular countries that's that's come together in terms of the way that you want sounds to be? Um, I wouldn't necessarily say so because I was more in tune with the Spanish culture than I was with any of the other cultures. Um, yeah, I think I mostly just was like, I spoke German and I spoke French with my with my mom, but nothing further than that like i wouldn't listen to german music or french music um so i don't think it has in like it's it seeped into my songwriting at all really i think spanish has because i do write in spanish um i've never really considered writing in german or french just because it's not something that i it, it doesn't come out of me really i don't feel the need um but it'd be useful one day when you tour yeah, yeah, definitely. Right. You'd be, be able to converse with yeah, the audience. Think, yeah, exactly. Like, I think obviously there's so many positives about it, but I don't think it. I have used it in my creative, like, life. Not yet. There's always time. You know. Yeah, there's always time. Yeah. There's, there's always time. So you you said that you know you li- you were hearing those strong women and you were watching MTV, but. But they weren't inspirations. Who who was an inspiration? Um, it's obviously changed throughout my life, but I did start with Adele. Adele used to be one of the first artists who really inspired me with her songwriting. I think um, I really admired the depth of her songwriting and the way she her emotions. Like you could really hear her emotions when she was singing um i've always enjoyed like slower songs and sadder songs than upbeat songs so i think when adele started releasing and demi lovato at the time was a big inspiration because of disney channel as well um but then obviously that started changing um right now for example my inspirations are like boniver baby bridgers gracie abrams um ryex so it's like it's completely changed, but obviously that has had an influence in me throughout yeah. my music. Yeah. Those artists that you've just mentioned, mm-hmm. um, who are having a really great time at the moment, especially Phoebe Bridges, could, can't really can't really touch anything without it being gold at the moment. You know, mm-hmm. um, I think Boy Genius have got a new EP out this week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? What is it about? What is it about those artists that really? Um, does it for you? Um, so for me, I always say that I like any song that makes me feel something or that touches me. Like 
um, yeah, that just makes me feel something. And these artists that I just mentioned are, for me, the, the, the artists that never miss. Like, every song that they release, like, I always feel a connection to, and I really look up to and admire as an artist. I am a very, like, lyrical person. I love lyrics. Um, I love unique lyrics, raw lyrics, um, and Ryex, one of our TV Bridgers, I, I like, I really admire them as um, songwriters specifically, just because of how real and authentic their lyricism is and how chaotic and dark and... Um, and they also, like you, carry a lot of emotion in their voice. Yeah. Did, did that come? Did that come naturally to you, or did did you, you know, think, need to develop into that voice? I think I've always used singing as a release of emotion. So I think it. I think it has come naturally to me. I think when I was younger, my mom would always say it to me like, "She can hear the emotion when I sing," and I, I think I wasn't as conscious about it at the time. So I didn't really use it um, consciously, but that makes sense. But now I do use it as an advantage and as a, a strength. Um, I know how to use it, um, but it, it does come naturally to me. Um, yeah, I can't help just feeling everything when I sing. Um, yeah. Are yeah. you, I, interesting question for you as a singer, which is, mm -hmm. uh, you know, when you're not, performing it you know for social media or anything else like that are you, you are you an eyes shut person or an eyes open person when you sing um i like to close my eyes yeah. um I, I try not to when i perform as much because it's hard though isn't it it is very hard um yeah. but you also it's also important to connect to the audience and i feel like some, i might be shutting the audience out if i close my eyes and i really don't want the audience to feel like that so I, I, in my comfort zone, I do close my eyes um, just because that's how I just feel it the most, feel the lyrics the most, but I try not to as much. Yeah. You, you like to inhabit a song. Is it, yeah. is it, is it difficult sometimes? Do you, do, do you find, you know, are there circumstances where you find yourself struggling to then inhabit the song when you're performing it again or, or you know? Um. If I, when I sing songs that I've written a long time ago, um, I sometimes struggle to identify myself with my past self. Um, so I really have to get in that mentality again. But it, it's also that I, it's also that it has consequences of what I do because a lot of the things that I sing about are kind of, things that I've had to um, get through and like let go of. So um, I'm sometimes afraid to kind of get in that mentality again and attach myself with those emotions again. So I try to create a balance of like knowing to just be able to um, create this persona and identify myself with it through, throughout the song, if that makes sense, but then let go once I've sang it, you know, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I how much do you draw from people responding to your music as well? I mean, you, you know, you're, you're out there on social media, you, you, you know, you, you've got 
a very strong look on social media you've got got people responding to you are -hmm. you getting are you getting stories from people about you know this reminds me of exactly what you know what you're going through there right this this is something that I've I felt once etc you know are you getting those kind of responses back and and how how do how does that feel to you as a songwriter that's personally the most like rewarding feeling um because I mean I started writing when I was like six years old and um it's always just been something from as like a therapeutic outlet for me um and I never really it's something that I dreamt of like it sounds cliche but like people connecting to things I write it's always something that I've I've strived for and the fact that it's happening now and I I am getting people reaching out to me um just explaining how it's resonated with them and how they connect it's like the most rewarding feeling and I feel the most connected to that person even though I don't know, know them at all necessarily sometimes I feel like I do in a way and I think it's a very unique feeling as well um yeah it's like very re- rewarding yeah Excuse me, two minutes because someone's knocking at the door. Oh yeah, no worries at all. Hello, I'm online. I'm busy. Thank you. <laughs> no oh, bless! Isn't that lovely? <laughs> I've got a studio. It's got it's got a sign on the door that says I'm live. There we go. But, uh, clearly, no worries s- at all. Somebody can't read. Uh, apologies for that, folks. No um, in terms of in terms of your music how do you um how do you continue to challenge yourself in terms of your writing um in terms of my writing um i try to i mean i always write out of experience so for me the most challenging is to write when i don't necessarily need to if that makes sense um Mm. Because I, I write when I when I feel like I, I need to, to to release an emotion, but obviously as an artist and you want to live of being a songwriter, you have to make it a habit. You have to make it. You have to write whenever you're asked to or whenever you have to, um, not when when you want to necessarily. So I I try to write when I'm not feeling necessarily inspired or. Um, you know, uh, when I... Don't... I totally I totally get that. Um, yeah. I've, I've talked about it on this show before. I mean, as... I think as a creative within any space, I mean, I, I write material for people day in, day out. You, mm-hmm. You've got to... Um, you've got to... You've got to come up to the plate and do it mm-hmm. on a daily basis. It doesn't always mean it's exactly. good. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah? Mm-hmm. I think, and I think you have to... I think you have to learn to kind of not beat yourself up about that as well, which is, okay, I did this today and it actually, uh, th- that didn't work or mm-hmm. that, that you know, this wasn't particularly great what I did. But, um, but, but the consistency of doing it is important as well. Is, mm-hmm. and, cause it, you're, to me, it's like flexing a muscle. If you, mm-hmm. if you, if you keep it flexed, then, you learn something out of it. And even if it's just a little thing that comes out of it and you go, actually, later on, you go, oh, actually, I could revisit that and I could actually make that a lot stronger because, mm-hmm. you know, there, there was something really good in that. 
then that's that's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, I think it's something you have to train. It's like an instrument, really, um, like your vocals. Um, And I do kind of struggle with that because I am a bit of a perfectionist when it comes to my writing. Yeah, I do want... I, I don't like when I know that I'm writing something that's not good um, or my best sometimes. So I have to, I'm trying to just become more comfortable with writing something that's not necessarily for anyone else or that has to be good. Um, it's just a song and it's just practice and mm. it doesn't have to be the best thing I've ever written. No, yeah. I, I think it's true. I heard um, Ed Sheeran talking about it earlier this week. He, I, he was, in a, a school in America and he was talking about, he was asked that kind of question and he was talking about it, it in the analogy of a tap. And he said, it's kind of like a tap, you turn it on and this, to begin with, like just dirty water keeps coming out. Yeah. Yeah. True. You know, and then eventually you get the flow and all this great stuff keeps coming out. And then you just have to sit in that flow and mm-hmm. let that happen. Mm-hmm. But it's, you know, Every yeah. time you turn the tap off and then turn it back on again, that dirty stuff comes out to begin mm-hmm. with. You you know, that that happens to any creative, I think, you know. I agree, yeah. Do you do you find how do you find the, the whole process once you've you've given birth to a song and you're you're happy with it and the perfectionist side of you is, you know, that's mm-hmm. it. We're happy now. How do you find that bit from there to the 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 release of that into the world and you know getting it out there and doing all of the social and everything does that come naturally to you or have you had to work hard on that as well in terms of the way Um, that you deal with that mentally because it's hard that's hard again mm -hmm. I think the whole promotional side is a whole different world like promoting it and and understanding how you want people to um consume it and understand it and finding your audience is i think at this very start is the hardest part like when you're first releasing and it's something i've had to learn this past year because i've just started releasing um these past couple of months so i think it's something that i had to think of um just sit down and really strategize the releases and how i'm going to market them and promote them and essentially like create a world for each song and uh, visuals for each song and like colors and you know all these things um of how you want people to relate to it and how you want it to come across so i think that's a whole different world but i think once you start doing it and once you start thinking like that it becomes just natural like right now when i sing so when i write songs i already i already have the visuals i already know how I'm going to market it, how I want people to identify with it. You know, like it just becomes like routine. Um, yeah. Do you bring Do you bring anyone else into that creative process or is it purely you? It's purely me. I think. That's yeah. a lot. That's a lot to take on. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is a lot. Um, I've just never really, I don't know. I, I think I've never really asked or, or it's because I always feel like I, I, how is anyone else gonna know my song better than I do? If that makes sense, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I've never. Perhaps been... they, perhaps they wouldn't. 
but perhaps they could create something my take on it because mm-hmm. i do i do work with some musicians my take mm-hmm. on it is you're you'll never understand it like the artist mm-hmm. but perhaps that person can see it with another pair of eyes like right. other people out there can mm-hmm. and therefore maybe they can bring some something created to the that process mm-hmm. that, that you wouldn't have seen and you might enjoy that creative process as well mm-hmm. You, yeah, I completely understand what you're saying. Because in terms of music videos, I do, I have worked with um, a girl who I met at uni, and she's a, a film director, and she she's been helping me with my music videos. And we we both sat down, just like um, coming up with ideas for the music video, and just like shooting ideas at each other and bouncing off each other, and. In, in that regard, like I have appreciated that new perspective of like ideas that I wouldn't have come up with, but that totally resonate with me and completely fit the song. So I do think it, it, you're right. It's important to have a new, like a different perspective to yours, just because you never, even like with producing music, I feel like working with different producers, like you learn so much and so many new perspectives that you wouldn't have come up with, but that really act to the song and that really bring the song to life. Does that yeah. make sense? So you are right, yeah. Yeah. Who who is your audience now? Now that you've started putting stuff out there and you you've you've done the work and you've visualized and you've you've you know uh you've you've put your message out. Who are you finding that your audience are? I mean <laughs> mostly my friends. Um <laughs> well, but this is part part of the the process of doing things like this, isn't it? Yeah. Is to to spread it. But yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I think people who um, mostly people who feel things deeply, because I think my songs can be very intense sometimes. So I think people who appreciate. Um, deep thoughts and and feelings and intensity and and who feel sadness comfortably and like to listen to songs that enhance that feeling sometimes just to feel better or to as a cathartic experience um mm. yeah I, I i think that's my audience i mean i don't want to say like sad people because that sounds weird but yeah, I mean, everyone can be sad, obviously, but I think there's people who are comfortable with that emotion and seek things that make them feel that way sometimes. Yeah. Are you are you finding, you obviously like certain artists yourself, are you finding that your music is uh, something that is attractive to the fans of the people that you like? Because that's always a good thing, in a way, because it gives the opportunity for maybe somewhere down the line you to potentially be the support act or get into that circle and and actually end up supporting people that you look up to i mean are, are you finding that um I calling think all so. calling all boy genius fans <laughs> <laughs> you need to start listening to dahlia so that you know sometime next year she's supporting boy genius 
Well, I mean, that would be a dream, obviously. Um, I think, well, I think we, we manifest these things. Yeah. And, and then I, they happen. I think so, too. I think because the thing I most admire in artists are lyrics, that is the thing I most focus on as a songwriter is to write things that haven't been, haven't been said in that way yet and that make people uncomfortable. That is my aim as an artist. So I do think I attract those fans. I mean, I would like to think so. That would be an honor. Um, yeah, because I, I do get a lot of fans um, from like Gracie Abrams, for example, or uh, Phoebe Bridgers, who tell me like, oh my God, like I love um, your like your inspirations and where they come from because I get inspired by that artist as well and I can totally hear it in your music and things like that. I think the, the songs that I've released so far, because I've written them a few years ago, I used to have different inspirations back then. So I don't necessarily think those artists show uh, creatively. Yeah, but it's going to come. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the songs that I'm that I'm that are coming out are definitely inspired by Ryex, Phoebe Bridgers, one of her Montel Fish. He's more of a yeah, yeah, alternative um, artist. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. If you if you could ask one of those people that's inspired you uh, for uh, for a piece of advice on anything, what what would you ask? Oh, um, on anything, um, Marcia, that is a hard question. Um, <laughs> I have no idea. It could be anything. It could be from, it could be on sort of, uh, something to do with writing music, producing music, or so it could be some little tip if you like or whatever or it could just be in terms of how to navigate the business but what 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 would you want to what would you want to know i think i'd like to know um, i don't know i think i would just be interested to know not necessarily advice really um i think i would just like to know where like how where their ideas come from yeah like how they get they get their inspiration and creativity um to write the way they do um yeah because it's very it, their, their lyricism and their music is very um distinctive so i would like to know how they can't come like how it comes up and what their process is I, I yeah think. yeah i always love talking to artists where especially you know if if they've got songs where they create real amazing imagery with their words, especially mm -hmm. if it's like really s simple words in a way, but those yeah. words are, you know, create such a strong visual image mm -hmm. and you think, my, you know, my goodness, you've, you've managed to, you've managed to make me think about visually about mm -hmm. something without, using many words i always think that's such a clever craft exactly and, and yeah. you almost want to know all the time you want to know what were you looking at when yeah. you came up with those words mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? yeah i would like to know their inspirations and yeah how they come up with those ideas because i do admire their like clever wordplay 
um, I think that's something that I admire most in their lyricism, like just how simple but clever it is at the same time. And it just yeah. makes me wish that I had written it. Um, yeah, that's the thing I most admire about this type of artist. Well, you have written some songs yourself and you're, you're, you've, got, you've got a tremendous talent Otherwise, oh. you wouldn't be here today because I, you know, discovered you on the internet uh, and uh, and wanted to get you on to talk about your music. What's two thousand and twenty four going to look like for you? Do you do you believe what What's the ambition as we go into two thousand and twenty four? What What are the things that are on your list of this is what I want to achieve next year? Um, I want to. I'm currently performing uh, quite often with my band in London, and I play. Uh, a, a couple of festivals, um, like very low key festivals. So I think um, playing for, you know, bigger festivals would be an honor. Um, bigger venues, um, you know, bigger. We have to get you down this neck of the woods for um, for for a festival next year. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, that would be. Amazing. I mean, we, we've got we've got a, a little festival just down the road from us here uh, called um, Glastonbury. Yeah, <laughs> you might have heard of it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. That 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 might be worth looking at. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that would be obviously an honor. Um, playing for Sofa Sounds, that's also on my bucket list. Um, BBC introducing um, would be also on my bucket list um you know just getting out there and performing for bigger audiences and working with people that i admire someday would obviously is obviously a dream um and just releasing more music i'm currently releasing my first ep but i'm already recording my second ep and i'm going to start releasing that at the beginning of next year so that's also going to be something that i'm going to be doing promoting that ep and you know, just, yeah, getting more stuff out there. Cool. Well, we'd love to see, in all honesty, we'd love to see you. If you could ever make it down to the southwest of England, we'd love to get you down this way as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if anyone's listening, um, as usual, from uh, Bristol or Exeter promoters, <laughs> another artist to put <laughs> onto your list, you know, that would be that would be marvellous. Um, mm-hmm. If there are artists watching this, because, uh, you know, we, we've we've gathered together a lot of friends now from uh, all across the globe um if there's artists listening in other areas other than london um and you you know you check out dahlia's music after this and think yeah actually i could uh, i could you know do a gig with her and that you know we could we could work together in a different part of the country do get Absolutely. in touch you know we, we try and make things happen mm-hmm. on this show because that's the the way we roll that's amazing um, yeah. you know and you know, the more I can try and bring artists together of a certain level and, you know, get them to help each other, I think that that's that's marvellous. Um, for anybody that hasn't checked out your music before, fools that they are, um, <laughs> where's, the, where's the best place for them to go? Where would you like? You've got a website, so where, where would you like them to go? Um, I mean, my website is a great place to start because I think that's where I have most of my information in one place, uh, it's just daliamusic.com and I have my music up there, um, all my social media links. I have 
my bio if you want to just know a bit about myself um i have blogs about each song that i've written um and i have a bit of merch coming soon as well oh, your yeah. merch yeah um but yeah spotify is obviously the most i mean the biggest platform for music uh, where you can check it out because it's up there um it, it is it is, but folks, remember, if you're going to listen to the music on Spotify, please do pre-save when the artist lets you know, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so important. Yeah. And don't just don't just uh, listen to it, follow the artist, and also add it to a playlist, which is what we will be doing right now, Dahlia. Mm, amazing. Okay, so um, finally, after four years nearly I don't know, three and a half years of doing this um and this is episode 301 would you believe of, <laughs> of my music um we have finally created the my music podcast playlist and you will be added to that as soon as we get off air oh thank you what would we what are we adding um i would say my um most previous single which is called Eleven Eleven. That is what we should be adding. Yeah. Um, you know, you can feel free to, to let us know and we'll update it later on when, when <laughs> you've got new music out as well. Um, but, but please, folks, add some Dahlia to your playlist <laughs> this week as well. Because yes, the more that happens, believe it or not, it is good for the artist. Yeah. You know? And to it's follow fun. artists on Spotify is also great it's massive it's the same for podcasts you know Mm -hmm. absolutely Um, yeah so uh and we're we're asking we're uh, what we're doing as well dahlia is we're asking uh all of the musicians who are on that playlist to try and share it as well and actually it's getting quite a lot of likes at the moment on Mm -hmm. on spotify which is good uh because then we help everyone together of course i'll be doing that isn't that clever right Mm -hmm. You've been fantastic. Thanks for talking to me today. I wish you uh, all the best with your career. Um, do, uh, by the way, I'll send you my address. Uh-huh. Um, do, do do think about sending something in for the board. Uh, mm-hmm. These are all these are all wonderful people that have been on the show uh, over time. We've got badges. We've got um, we've even got tea towel. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> marvellous what people produce as merch these days uh, li- little bits and pieces um but you know let, let's let's get you up there let's let's help promote you please um yeah. folks if you've enjoyed this interview with dahlia today please share it with your friends uh and let them know so that uh, that they can share in the in the wonderful music as well if you haven't enjoyed it <laughs> uh there's the door <laughs> someone you heard someone knocking earlier they've gone out you can go out as well um, <laughs> but before you do that please do share this with one of your friends who does actually like music yeah right? sure. that, that would be marvelous uh, um, until next time uh, and do thank keep in you. touch uh, thank you so sure. much for coming on thank you so much for having me i hope you have a great day thank you and you pleasure bye, bye for now <laughs>